blessing how many of us did she bless our souls this morning I know she blessed me um, thank you ma thank you ma thank you for for making yourself a vessel to be used by God even to bless us this morning and see even that place where we are lacking right and you know trusting God for help because you know all these things to it helps us to, to know how to direct our prayers when we are praying. Do you hear what I'm saying? Because the other thing that you know that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man make it um, make it uh, tremendous power available. KJV will say that it's available much, right? So as we are as is just pointing our heart towards things that we need to pray for God, things we need to pray to God for, right? To make abundantly available to us. Right, because God is not bankrupt of these things. God can give it. Just like that woman, right? She asked the Lord Jesus, when Jesus Christ asked her, Do you believe? She was sincere. She said that, Help my own belief. Right? Help my own belief. And exactly, the Lord can bring help. Right? Help. Because heaven is not short of help. Right? In the, whichever help your, your, your soul needs, right? They can give it to you. Like, you know, our brother was telling us this morning that, you know, heaven is to rain down blessing. And the Bible says that I will, I will look up to the hills. Where comes my help? My help coming from the Lord. So it's not, it's not about the words that we heard this morning. It's not to, in any way, maybe condemn us or to make us feel bad, right? It's to make us that we need to look up to the hills. Where comes our help, right? And ask for help. And it will, it will definitely help us. Amen. 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 Praise Jesus. Praise the Lord Jesus. I have good news for us. How many of you want to hear good news? Good news is good. <laughs> uh, Pastor is back. <laughs> you are welcome, sir. Let, let us say we are welcome. You are welcome, sir. You're welcome, sir. You are welcome, ma. You're welcome, ma. We have missed you so, so, so much. Wow, 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 wow. Welcome, sir. Welcome. Uh, it's, it's, it's good to have you back with us. I think um, I, I was um, chatting up with him earlier before I came here, and he said that they've actually arrived. Um, they are actually at home. I think they are resting because they actually drove four hours. I'm sure they would have loved to be here, but, you know, four hours drive or more than four hours if it would, you know, tell on the body somehow. So I'm sure they, they would really want to be, and they're they actually here by their spirit, right? You know, Apostle Paul will say that, you know, when you gather, are my spirit with you, right? So that means that, you know, the, the children of Apostle Paul, really, when they gather, right, there is something that gathers with them, his spirit, right? People are, so we know that even though they are not here with us physically, you know, their spirit is here with us, and um, we just honor them. Can we just, can we just appreciate them once, once more? We appreciate you. The Bible says that we should count them of double honor, that labor in word and doctrine. Thank you, sir and ma. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we pray that the Lord will continually strengthen you and, uh, you know, 
and um, just that there's so much chance to be missed this 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 um, this season, even for us to come into all the allocation that God has for us in Jesus' name. We can't wait to have you back by Wednesday. They will be here with us, so let us be ready. You know, let's let's come on time. Let's you know, and and when we are sitting too, right, you know, to, to show that we've missed pastor, you know what you can do. Once it comes on Wednesday, right, let us be. You know, when it's preaching, let us be attentive and all right. <laughs> you, you, that, you, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like that's one we can actually show that we've missed him, right? You know, you, you, what, you just imagine when he comes here on, on Wednesday again and we're just, you know, somebody is doing, you know, everybody's just looking see that, he'll be like, oh, God. But we can actually encourage him by that. When we come, you know, we come fresh, even when, and we know we fight thoughts, right? At times, some thoughts we just believe, but we just put those thoughts and say, okay, we want to be active, we want to hear what, you know, God has to say to his servant. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Uh, so, how many of us enjoyed um, Uncle John's preaching on on Wednesday? The the he, op- he opened our heavens on on uh, on uh, Wednesday. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you, sir. We we love you. I love you, and I respect you so much, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you for all that you do for us. Amen. 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 Like I said, I uh, on Wednesday, right? Somehow, somehow, when I was just down there, in the, in the way, I was just like, ah, Auntie Abby can just continue flowing like this, and or maybe, maybe I should have even come before, and she should just flow, and, you know, like, uh, because what would uh, some, a small boy like me have to say? But I would just, maybe say, I will say the things that she has said again, maybe in another word. You know, repeating the same words is not, is not, it's not, what? It's not a crime, right? It's not grievous, right? We can keep saying it. Over and over again, because if we check, even if you check itself in the Bible, the Lord was saying it was it seemed like he was saying the same thing over and over again, right? He said that something enters the soul, right? Because the soul is actually a different realm. <laughs> Do you hear what I'm saying? You say something with the soul now. The, if you want to see how the soul is, just check the children of Israel. That's actually how our soul is. You know, today we hear God will do something, we'll be like, Oh wow, from this day we'll hear all you have to say. They will confess with their mouth too that from this day onward we'll hear all you have to say. Just some days after again, you just see them complaining again or murmuring or doing their own thing again or, you know, or even ab- accusing God that God is too harsh. Why is he doing this? Why is he doing that? Why, like, why can't they be like the other people or no, other nations? Right? So that's actually our soul is. So you can see why they always say the same thing over and over and over to us again, right? Until it's actually repeated somewhere in our heart and it's established. Amen. So this morning time, I'll just be doing you know, that again. And um, we'll see how God will now help us. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Um, so, yes, so we'll um, go into the word. But before we go, let's just um, say a short word of prayer. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for causing us to gather here once more, even at your feet. To thank you for bringing us from our different locations, from our different houses. Even thank you for those that are online to that, you know, for giving them the opportunity to even stream. We thank you for all that you are doing even nowadays. We just say thank you, our Lord Jesus. Father, Lord Jesus, thank you for the word which you've spoken by your hand made in this morning to us. Thank you for showing your heart to us, even through our words. We say thank you. 
we say thank you. And Father Lord, even as we uh, go ahead, even in today's meeting, we know you are not done with us. You would still have, you still have something to say to us, be it what has been said or something more. But we just, we just pray that Father Lord, that you help us, Lord, even to receive that which you have for us in Jesus' name. Father, Lord, we just ask for help. Help even for our heart even to be receptive even towards your word. Help for our heart even to be in the right position to receive your word. And I ask for help even for myself, oh Lord, that you will help me not to lean on my own understanding, but to trust you and allow your spirit even to lead me even into that which you want to say. I come under the grace of the house of your servant, Pastor Jeff, and I just ask that you help me even to take my own you know, my own place, even under that grace, even to bring a blessing to your people. Thank you, because you are the one that gave it the ability. We give you praise. We give you all the glory. I just rely on you this morning. We say thank you, our Lord Jesus. Thank you, our Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, we thank you. How many of us um, enjoyed the worship this morning? The worship was awesome. Thank you. Thank you, worship team. And thank you, oh, my love, for leading us in worship. Thank you so much. Amen. Uh, I think I've appreciated the uh, Evan. I'm, I'm learning, right? Because I have you calling by the side on Wednesday that, ah, and that's how I've missed out on the, you know, spirit of the meeting that day. If I did not just have, and I'm like, ah, he was, and yeah, let him hear what the spirit said. So I'm like, so sweetheart, I love you. Thank you for everything. Amen. Oh, amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. Okay. <laughs> amen. Amen. The Lord is good. Um, <laughs> thank you, sir. <laughs> and his mercy is endured forever. Amen. Amen. Um, let's, um, we'll still continue this morning based on um, the spirit is one in the house. So let's check the book of Zechariah. <sighs> Zechariah. Ah, sweet psalmist. Thank you, sir. Benji. Can we have children, Benji? Thank you for always being on this. I call him sweet psalmist of life meeting. He's the one that's always giving us the... Thank you, sir. <laughs> ah, amen. Amen. Zechariah 4. From... Uh, Verse 1. He says, And the angel that talked with me came again and waked me as a man that wakened out of his sleep. And he said unto me, What seest thou? And I said, I have looked and behold a candlestick all of gold with a bow on top of it and his seven lamps thereon, and seven pipes to the seven lamps, which are upon the top thereof, and two olive trees by it, one upon the right side of the bow, and the other upon the left side thereof. 
And so I answered, that was chapter, verse 4, so I answered and spake to the angel that talked with me, saying, what are these, my Lord? Then the angel that talked with me answered and said, Knoweth thou not what this be? And I said, No, my Lord. Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, said the Lord of hosts. Seven now says, Who art thou, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel? Thou shalt become a plain, and it shall bring forth the headstone thereof, with shoutings, crying, grace, grace, unto it. Amen. 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 You know, and it says, moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, this is the word of the Lord. This, this, the hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this house. His hands also shall finish it. And thou shalt know that the Lord of hosts has sent me unto you. Amen. 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 So the, we are all familiar with this story one way or the other. This story is um, the story of um, the building of the house of God. Right? Um, right. It was saying in this place here that there is actually a way to build here. They, they actually want to build a house here. But he was saying that what the word of the Lord through the angel was saying to uh, Zechariah here, right, is that it's not by power, not by might, but by his spirit, right? Not by power, not by might, but by his spirit. So that means that he's saying that for you to build the Lord's house, you don't rely on human strength. Right? He says, not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, said the Lord. So what, 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 what does this mean? When he says, not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, said the Lord. Right? Does it mean that um, there won't be might or power at all? Or there won't be strength involved? You know, at times we just say, oh, not by power, not by might, but by his spirit. Right? And we just stay in that zone. We stay in that zone that, okay, it's not by power, not by might, but by his spirit. That, you know, by, we won't say by strength shall no man what prevail. Right? But he's, saying, he's trying to make us hear there is a manner at which the Lord's house, because the heading in my Bible, it says the Lord's house will be rebuilt. So that means that there needs to be a building. So when there needs to be a building, that means that you need to, there will be work that will be done. A house cannot be raised by wishful thinking. Oh, I bought a piece of land. Oh, and I want my house to look like, let's say, um, Christian Ronaldo's house that I saw on, on TV. Is it by wishful thinking that it's okay? No. There needs to be a work put in place. Even the Bible says in Psalm 127, it says, except the Lord builds a house. Right? Can you give me that, please? The, Psalm 127. It says, except the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchmen wake it. 
but in vain. So you can see here that there is actually a building quite all right. But he's saying that the way the house will be built is by the Lord. And Zachariah was making us see that how would this building be built, right, is by his spirit. So that when his spirit is in operation, let's read, for the, let's read that place again. Thank you, Jesus. Um, he says that, from 6, he says that, and he answered and spake unto me, saying, this is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, not by might, nor, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. He now says, Who art thou, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel? Thou shalt become plain, and it shall bring forth the earthstone thereof with shoutings, crying, Grace, grace unto it. So that means that this house here is making us see that the way it actually comes is by his spirit. But when the spirit comes, it will bring forth grace. So it's making us see that grace is another kind of strength that you need to build the house. So it's like what you are seeing here is like a switch in strength, switch in labor. In the Bible says, Jesus Christ was saying that labor, labor not for the meat that perisheth, but labor for the meat that endureth unto everlasting life. So that's that even we as Christians too, right? And you know this thing is found in the church somehow. You know, like that place that pastor was reading to us on um, last Saturday, right? Ephesians. It says, by grace are you saved. Let's check that place. The, oh, that is um, Ephesians 2, 8. He says, For by grace are ye saved through faith, right? And not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Then now says, For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God has ordained that we should walk in them. Right? So yeah, he's making us see that, you know, and we, this place here, we, even in the church, we, we, we read a lot, right, that, okay, it's not of works, right? It's by grace, right? It's by grace, true faith, right? But one thing that we are seeing here is that in that, in that um, Zechariah, we saw that the building of the Lord house will be done graciously. And what does that mean? It means that another kind of strength, another kind of works needs to comfort. It's not the works that you've been used to, but that work can only come somehow. Exactly comes by his spirit. Right? In this place, it says that, for in, an, in this uh, eighth year, it, in, in, sorry, in Ephesians 2, it, it further says that, for by grace are ye saved through faith. Right? And Tabi was talking about faith and believing this morning, right? How many of us get what she's saying? She's not trying to say, tell you that, okay, you guys don't need faith. You know, at times, Satan can, can let you hear what is not said. Yeah. And you run with it. That, ah, okay, faith, 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 faith. 
Okay, now, do you understand? But she's trying to make you see something that, you know, there is the exercising of your faith, which is the believing part. Amen. The way you put your faith into practice, that is actually, you know, you're, you're actually believing, right? Because you, you choose to use that which has been given to you. Faith, there's a faith coming by hearing and hearing the word of God. Amen. He yeah. said, For by grace are you saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Right? So, damn that this grace here, there's a grace that needs to come to you. Quite all right. And that grace, as we're looking at in Zechariah, that grace is what to be responsible for the raising of God's house. Because, mind you, when you are building God's house, there, are, there is actually an opposition. Because in that place, that who are thou, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel? So that means that Zerubbabel was to build God's house, but there was a mountain, there was, when you say mountain, an obstacle. Yes. Some that would hinder him. Yeah. So it's not telling him that it's not by your power, not by might, that you will actually build this house. Talk less of the fact that it's not by your power or by might that you actually bring down this great mountain. It's by something, by a resource. By a resource of grace. And when the Spirit comes, it actually gives you that. Amen. Amen. It gives you that, right? And when you check that place, when you were talking about the Spirit here, what he was describing was the menorah. Right? So he's trying to make you see that, you know, for you to actually build a house for God. I want to when I talk about building a house for God here, we're not talking about in physical building, but a building of house of God in your soul, right? Your, your soul should, you know, in um, Isaiah, was saying that, where is the house that thou has built for me? Let's check that, please. And where, or where is the place of my rest? So that means that if God wants to rest somewhere, he actually needs, he says, okay, he says, does hear the Lord, the, the heaven is my throne, and the earth is my full tree. Where is the earth that ye build unto me? And where is the place of my rest? Right? Oh, two. Thank you. He says, for all those things at my hands made, and all those things have been said the Lord. But to this man will I look, even to him that is of a poor and a contrite spirit, and trembleth at my word. So he's trying to, the question by the Lord went forth here, that you people need to build me a house where I can rest. But he's trying to make them that I'm not talking about physical buildings here. Because all the materials that you use to make those physical buildings, I provided them. You made them on earth. There's nothing that, when it comes to building physical houses, right, there is nothing that man didn't find on earth. Cement, everything, right, is actually made of things on the head that God provided. Do you know what I'm saying? But he's saying that there's actually a house that you should build for me, a place of my rest. And that, thing should, that, 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 uh, that house should actually be an inward thing. Because where God will actually find rest is actually inside a man. So when you are talking about the building of God, right, is actually an inward thing. It's just like when you say that, you know, um, we need to be conformed into the image of his son. That image of the sun is actually a house. It's a house. 
right? So we are saying that there's actually a vocation that we've been called to, right, to be conformed to it for there to be a building. But that thing cannot take place without something called grace. It's grace that is the strength for building God's house. It's actually grace. But the thing about grace, again, is that grace does not come Grace does not come, it has a way of coming. There's a way you activate grace. There's a way you get grace to work. So it's trying to make it that you as believers, right, you are, not, you are not just called to like maybe to be saved and just, you know, just be born again, right? But there's a work ahead of you. But that work ahead of you, best believe, is not by your power, not by your power. But I will bring the resources through my spirit. When you actually engage my spirit, right, then you will begin to find grace. Grace. Grace there. And I was, I was talking about, like, how, when you see that, that Zechariah, he was describing the menorah, the seven. Let's check it again. Zechariah, thank you. And he said, and he said unto me, What said thou? And I said, I have looked, and behold, a candlestick all of gold with a bow on top of it, and is seven lamps thereon, and seven pipes to the seven lamps, which are upon the top thereof. Three, please. And says, and two olive trees by it, one by the right side of the bowl, and the other upon the left side of, upon the left side thereof. What's it for? Okay, and I said that, okay, and, and I answered and spoke unto the angel, and spoke to the angel that talked to me, saying, what are these, my Lord? So I'm making us see that, first of all, like, this speech is talking about in, because in four, in five, go to five, five, Zachariah, four, five, thank you, uh, six, and he answered and spoke unto me, this is the word of the Lord. Um, on, so that, everything that he described there is actually the word of the Lord to him, right? He said that this is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, said the Lord of hosts, right? So that, that, that the spirit there will actually take an operation there, and we've learned the operation of the seven spirits, right? The seven spirits of the Lord, right? And um, go for that, there is... Uh, Okay, um, Zechariah, uh, Zechariah 10, he says, For who are despised the days of small things? For they shall rejoice and shall see the plummet in the hand of Zerubbabel with those seven. Right? So that that as long as Zerubbabel holds those seven, Right, there will be an there will be a pouring forth of grace, pouring forth of strength to build the house. Right, he says they are the eyes of the Lord, which run to and fro through uh, through the whole earth. So that that this is the operation by which Zerubbabel will be able to build the house. He needs to hold those seven, and those seven are the eyes. So when he says that using all those seven, he needs to use those seven eyes. 
as you are seeing through the eyes of those seven, you would engage something called grace to build. You will begin to find strength. You will no longer use your own power nor your might. But you find another, you, it's like you, you, are, you, as you are looking into it, right, you are looking into another world where you see, world of possibilities. World where you see a different strength that you can engage with. But you, that cannot happen without using this seven. And, and instead of this seven, they are actually the eyes of the Lord. They are the eyes of the Lord. And in, uh, in, uh, in, let's check, yeah. Let's check Genesis. There was some, you know, they, they said that great, Noah found grace. Can you give me that, please? Noah found grace in the sight of God. So the key word there is actually, he found grace. So that that there needs to be a find. He said, Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. You know, when we look at the eyes of the Lord, we always think that maybe, oh, maybe just, but he's actually using a spirit. He was, he was seeing through, the way you can say, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Another way to put it is that Noah found faith through the eyes of the Lord. But there's actually a finding. So if you are blind, how can you find Because he has said that it's not by power, not by might. So you need to, first of all, forget your own power, your strength and all, right? But even though you, forgo- you, you let go of, that, of those things, right, you still know that you need power and might to build. But you need to now journey to find that power and might. But for you to, but for you to journey to find that power and might, you need to use something called the eyes of the Lord. And the eyes of the Lord are his spirits. That's why I said it's not by power nor by might, but by my spirit. Because when my spirit comes, right, it will give you eyes. And through that eyes, you cannot begin to peruse you cannot begin to search into another world where you find grace. So when the Bible says in Ephesians, right, that by grace are you saved through faith, faith is an eyes. And like Antiope was saying, you know you can have eyes and decide not to use it. Right? You can, you can, you can see something. Like, what I mean that you have eyes? For example, how many of you have done it before? You'll be using Google Map. Google Map says I should go straight, but you don't use it. You go like this. There is an eyes presented for, for you, but you decide not to use it. That's the unbelieving that she's talking about. Do you get it? You are seeing something. Okay, what the world has come to is actually making you see through a particular lens. Because you are supposed to see through a particular lens. As you are now seeing through that lens, you decide not to use it. When you decide not to use it, you are, not, you are actually in unbelief. Because actually as you use those eyes, that you actually will find grace. Because what you need to actually build part-time, because season Season after season, right, there will be layers that you need to put on your building. But for you to find the strength to build, the know-how to build, you need to use the eyes of the Spirit. And that eyes of the Spirit is actually true faith. It's faith. So you can see that eyes can be given you, but you decide not to use it at all. You want to go through your own 
I don't know. You just don't use that eyes because it's actually when you actually use that eyes that you actually believe in. Remember what it says in um, John? John uh, 17, John 1. He was talking about them that believe, right? John 1 was saying that. John 1, um, 12. But as many as received him, to them gave the power to become the sons of God. So he said, not by might, but by power. So that's like there's another kind of power that you need to engage. He says, as many as received him, to them gave he power. So that's that when you say power, that's that there's a work to be done. You're not giving power for nothing's sake. For you to have power is for, for there to be an output. You can't just have power resident there. Why, why is the power there? It's for you to actually engage in something, for, for something to be, for works to be done. He says that, uh, but as many as received him, to them, to them, he sorry, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. So you can see this thing that the, the way this power will be made available is by believing on his name. And that belief of his name means that you decide to use those eyes that he gives you. As he's giving you eyes part time, no matter how illogical or foolish those eyes might be at that time, if you stay on it, you will find the grace. You will find power. And he said, he said, he said power to become. So that's the, the work that you need to do is actually to become. The work is to become sons of God, to be conformed to the image of his son. It needs work. Because when you, on, the, on the journey of you trying to become the son of God, there are two things. You need to build the house. Like that, Zerubbabel says, there is a place of building. But when you are building, there will be oppositions. So how can you ward off the opposition and build the house? Everything is actually resident in something called grace, something called power. But you cannot see those things if, like I was telling Zerubbabel like that, so far you owe these seven. Right. So far you hold this seven, you will complete this house. Because when we hold in there, you hold in means that you see through them. You actually see through them. You, because when you are seeing through them again, too, at times you need to, that's the place of you, whereby at times you wait. There is another, you know, like I was doing this, the thing of Google Map, right? You know, Google Map might tell you that turn like this. You don't know why it's saying you have, it doesn't make sense to you. This is the way that you normally go. But it said turn like this. But you decide just to, you decide to follow it. It might be that you through that turning and you following the route of Google Map, you might have avoided maybe in maybe a traffic that you are not aware of. But because you've been used to a particular road, right? Oh, I, I go straight and I turn like this to get to my house. But Google Map says I turn like this. Though it doesn't make sense to you, but you believe and you do it, right? You will actually you will actually see the profitability of it at the end. Right, you will see the profitability of of that in, at the end. Let's let's um let's um, go for that in this John that word. It says, "But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God." So, like we are saying, so that sons here and another word for son 
is a house of God. Let's look at Hebrews. Hebrews, um, Hebrews 3, okay. so if you can help me with it, my Bible doesn't want to open to Hebrews. Hebrews, okay, um, Hebrews, he said, wherefore, holy brethren, particular of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus, who was faithful to him that appointed him, as also Moses was faithful in all his house, right? For this man was counted double honor of glory than Moses, in as much as he who built the house had more honor than the house. Now it says, for every house is builded by some man, but he that built all things is God, right? Now it says, and Moses verily was faithful in all his house, as a servant, for a testimony of those things which were to be spoken after. But Christ as a son over his own house, whose house are we? So he's saying that we are, so we are actually house. He said, whose house are we? Right? If we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm unto the end. Right? Because if you check the promises in, um, if we check the promises in, amen. If we check the promises in, uh, in the book of 2 Corinthians, it was talking about like, I, I will walk in them, I will dwell in them. That's actually a house that God is walking in. I'm just trying to make us hear that a son of God is actually a house. Because who, who actually built Jesus Christ is God. Yes. He made him into a house. And just kind of saying that in my father's house, there are many mansions. Right? He said, if, if it were not so, I wouldn't have told you. He said, I told you to prepare a place for you that where I am, you might be also. So, 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 that, that father's house, right, is actually, that father's house is actually a place of many mansions. And that's where he is. But he wants to prepare a place for us to be like him. So I'm like, in that place, he is also a mansion there. He was raised to that place there. Right? So when, when um, John was saying that, when John was saying that, you know, he gave them power to become the sons of God. That's like he gave them power to, to actually build a house. To build the house of the Lord. Because the Bible says, except the Lord build a house. So it's the one that will actually give the power. But the power for it comes in the form of what? Grace. He says not by power, not by might, but by my spirit. So when you actually begin to engage that is spirit, when you begin to engage that is spirit, right, you begin to find grace. Grace on how to build your house. So when the Bible was saying that, um, for grace, for by grace are you saved through faith. It is the gift of God. I don't know if you have a better sense of it now. So it's not trying to tell it, Bible or the New Testament is not void of works, but it's just that what kind of works? 
what kind of works and the kind of strength you employ determines the kind of works. And the kind of strength you employ determines on the kind of eyes you used to see. Because that strength, that strength is not something that is available to all. But you need to be helped. You need to be given eyes to see it. Just like even why I call it in the, in the natural too, right? There, you know, there are some there are some little little microorganisms that you cannot see. You have to use microscope to see. You need a lens to see them, and that and that's when you cannot really explain. You cannot begin to tell. You know, when they talk about atomic bomb, there's a like Pastor was explaining. Right? There's actually <laughs> there's a, in in an atom, right? There's a, there's actually a crazy amount of power there, but it's not visible to the human eyes. But if you put it under the right lens, you will see the atom. You'll be able to divide it. You'll be able to measure the, you know, the 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 the, the, the things that are actually in that atom, and the possible and is that just that same atom that can actually explode? Amen. So what I'm making us see is that when we are talking about this thing of you know, building, works, being workmanship for God, Pastor Jeff was explaining like that day. Is that you not know, in uh, in Titus? He was saying that the grace of God. Has appeared on twelve men teaching us that we might, you know, it was that before he teaches you, you, just, you, you need to first of all believe. Yes. Yes, sir. That believing part is actually when you use, you're actually using that thing to see. Yes. And what you're using to see there is actually faith. The, word, the words that are being given to you, because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So, like I was saying earlier, it's possible that you, when you hear. First of all, when you hear those words, it might not really, really make sense to you at first. But so far, you stay on that thing. You use those eyes to see. What has been given to you, you treasure it. You, act, you determine that, fine, this is actually... Because when words come to us, is ma- whether you like it or not, it's actually painting another world to us. And we can actually see into that world too if we actually take that word and begin to we look on it. We, and when I mean we look on it, when we actually meditate on it, we stay on it. Because we're looking at that Genesis. Can you go back to that Genesis for me, please? Uh, Genesis. Genesis. Um, is it six? Yeah. But now found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Nine. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just and perfect, but was a just man and perfect in his generation. And Noah walked with God. So you can see that Noah became a house. Because how would God, how would he walk? God, in that promise, he said, I will walk with them. He can only walk inside his house. So I'm trying to make us that you can see all these things that they actually different stature levels. Being a just man, being perfect, working with God, right? They're actually different stature levels. Right? They're, they're different building levels. But he got to do that in true what they said in it. He found grace in the eyes of the Lord. So that's like, there's a point where he stayed on the eyes of the Lord. Go back to, the, to it. But now found grace in the eyes of the Lord. 
So that that he was actually using the eyes of the Lord to see until he found grace. You know, there's a way we're going to call that maybe, maybe God, God, God just had his prayer one day and gave him grace. But this is because if we are to use scriptures to compare scriptures, Zechariah was saying, telling us that those seven, they are the eyes of the Lord. They actually like, they actually the eyes of the Lord. And so far, you, you actually use them to, to see. You engage them, right? You will see something more, just like microscopes too, right? You use a microscope. Something that was not there before, you begin to see some things. You begin to see some gems. You begin to see, you know, many, many things. It's like you, begin, you see into another world through a lens. That's actually what those, spirit, those seven spirits are. Because, like I was saying, those things, right, they actually faith. Because remember in Hebrew, it says, by faith, we understand that the worlds were created. Right, the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that, that what, what brought them to that place of understanding is because they were using the eyes of faith to see. And from there, right, they began to see many, many things. Many, many things. Until the place where they began to engage, they, found, they, they, began, they began to find strength to deny worldly standards. Because all those heroes of faith in um, Hebrews, right, they, they actually defied the world. But the way they did it is actually through something called faith. Faith, right? Faith is the place of not just having the faith, the eyes, but engaging with them. Remember in the book of, um, um, no, when we talk about faith here, or these eyes, one way to, you know, make us see it again is if you check Matthew, parable of the talent. Can we, like, can we see that place? Okay, uh, can I, the beginning of 14. Okay, it says, For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country, who called his servants and delivered unto them his goods. So you can have faith here, you can classify faith as goods. Goods that the Lord gives. Let's read that. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to every man according to his several ability, and straight straightway took his journey. So he gave them according to their several abilities. So that means that at the point in our lives, right, the way we see to can we can actually grow, depending on our ability at the time. Jesus Christ said that you know, I have many things to say to you now, but you cannot bear them. That's like there's an ability of what they can bear. But the Bible says something that if, and you check the end of this story, it said, he who is faithful with little, more to be added to him, right? So even as you, what we're talking about, you know, maybe seeing through the eyes of faith, even the little that has come to you, the little that you've understand with, can you use them? As you find grace to use those things, right, you will see a more, more, the, the eyes would actually increase more. Amen. He said, and unto one, he gave five talents to another, two, to another one, to every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. 16. Then 
he, he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same and made five other talents. See, he said, sorry, that, that's 16. Then he that received the five talents went and traded with the same. He didn't trade with more than that. Do you, are you telling him that this servant might not have other talents that maybe other people gave, gave to him? He traded with the same. What was given to him, he used it. With the same. He didn't add to it, he didn't subtract to it. And all of them, that's how it is. The one that used to, to use the same. The measure that it was poured to you, you used it. That's why the Bible says that every man should walk according to the measure of faith. Uh, so there's a measure of faith. When the world is going on, right, there's a measure of faith that has been delivered to my brother Benjamin, that has been delivered to um, Bamishay, right? But receive that which you actually have and engage with it. Um, let's read further. 617. And likewise, he that received two, he also gained other two. So you can see that there was no point in time that maybe one, maybe the person that used five gained four. They actually used what was given to them. So that that the, the skill in trading that thing was in using that thing. You have to use that thing, nothing else. You can't use any, no, though you were given a talent, don't use something else to trade with it. Use that thing to trade, use, use it for trading. Because in using it for trading, like, the profits will come. Um, 18. But he that received one talent went and digged it in the head and hid his Lord's money. So you can see this one. It's like somebody giving faith, like Antiabi was saying, and he didn't use it. He went to eat it. He didn't believe. Because the, where the believing is is actually in you using that thing. Because in the process of you using it, right, like like um, John once he said, to many, like, he gave them power to become sons of God, even them that believe on his name. So that means that there's a place that his name appeared to them, but they decided to believe on his name. Because he said he came to his own, but his own received, he received him not. So that means that his appearance came to them, the eyes came to them, but decided to not look, use the eyes. But those that decided to use the eyes, he gave them power, they found power to become sons. I don't know if you're getting me. So he said that he that received one went and digged it, digged in the head and is the lost money. Um, 19. And after a long time, <laughs> the Lord of those servants cometh. He would, he would, he would, he would call you, come back now. He's the one that gave his things. You know, he said in Isaiah, he said that his word will not return back to him void. There's a reason why he's sending his word. But it will accomplish that which he has sent it to do. So far, the people that he sent it to engage it, with it, it will accomplish it. His word never return back to him void. The, the problem is that the people that he sent it to, would they engage with it? But if they engage with it, it will not come back to him void. And when it comes, he will actually receive the fruit of it. He's so sure in his word. He was saying that Zerubbabel, in that Zechariah, I said, what are that old great mountain before Zerubbabel? You will be brought to plain. 
you, and the way it is brought to play is by by Zechariah, right? Or Zerubbabel using those eyes. So far, he keeps those eyes, right? By the spirit, right? He would actually, he would, those things will be brought down. The skill, the know how to actually bring those things down to raise God's building would actually be, be given to him. Right? So he said that after a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh, right? And reconnect with them. Let's see 20. And, and so he that received five talents came and brought the other five talents, saying, Lord, thou art delivered unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more. So that's that word needs to, you know, the word has come back to him. He, the fruit of the word is, has, is, now, is now born. And so he that received, sorry, 21. Sorry, are you understanding me this morning? Sorry. <laughs> his, word, his Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou art been faithful over few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of thy Lord. Because you can see that in our faithfulness there. You don't need to be faithful what is given to you. He's not telling you, he's telling you that he's able to, you no, know, Antiope was closing by that place in Philippians that, is God working in you both to will and to do. So far you are faithful, you will, you will actually get there. He's the one that gives you everything. You don't need to bother about, oh, how would this thing be? Why you need to bother about that? Am I receiving what is given to me? So far you are receiving those things that you are engaging with it. Like they will say in uh, our language, well, I lie. It will, it will actually happen. He's so, he's, so, he's so sure of his, there, there's nothing as sure as his word. It's just a matter of, can you use those things? Like I was saying, using the, the example of Google Maps, even if it does not make sense to you, can you just follow? Use those eyes to see. Don't, don't, don't shut your eyes away from me. Don't shut it. Just take that, that exercise of believing. Believe in those words. Though you have the faith, now exercise those faiths. Exercise that faith. As you are exercising the faith, you will find grace. You. you will find grace to build. You will find grace to add. You will find grace to be pleasing unto the Lord. That's why you see that Hebrews said, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Because it's actually where his strength is buried is in faith. Yes. When you use that, and that's where you actually find it. So when we are praying that God, you not know, in Hebrews, we're saying that um, let us bold, let us come boldly to the throne of grace, that we might obtain mercy and find grace to help. That's our find grace. So that man, when mercy happens to you, it actually opens your eyes. It gives you eyes. But when that eyes happens, you need to use it to find grace. It is to locate grace. Mercy happening to you at that point in time, that right, is for your eyes to be opened, for you to see. But once, once that your eyes are opened, use it to find grace. He said that, and up, let's, let's check, check that place, Hebrews. He didn't say obtain grace. There is something you need to do, first of all, eyes, stay on it. Wait with those eyes. He said that, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we might obtain mercy. Mercy, when mercy happens to you, is eyes. Just like the example of Jesus Christ, the, the man. He said, oh, Jesus Christ, son of David, have mercy on me. He said, what, what should I do? What do you want? He said, that I may see. So what mercy comes to do is to open eyes. 
it gives you eyes to see. But when does that give you that eyes to see? You need to use the eyes. Because there is a work ahead of you. He said we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. There, is good, there, 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 there are good works ahead of us to do. But it's actually through that, that lens, that which has been given to you, that which mercy came to do to you, to make you see something. Stay on those things. Amen. It says, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we might obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. So you can see that this thing here, the way you can find grace to help is by, obtain, by obtaining mercy. Because once you find that mercy, just like in the days of Noah, right? So Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. His eyes were, his, 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 the, the mercy happened to him in such a way that he was able to see with the eyes of the Lord. He found grace in, he was somewhere, he was in the eyes. He was actually in that eyes. He didn't leave that place. There was, there was a position where he was. There was a position where he was as a person like that. He could actually use to fetch grace. Grace to actually add to his stature. Grace to actually build. So you can say, you can say that even for Noah, it was as a result of that grace that was able to build the ark. So you can see the know-how, the power, because like I said, labor, you need to labor. The journey is not without labor, but there is a manner at which you labor. And that is that them that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. Just wait on the Lord. That place of waiting on the Lord is actually, it's not that you are not doing anything. You know, at times you hear people saying that, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. What are you doing? You're just watching Netflix, you know, doing many things. Uh, I'm waiting, just waiting, just waiting. What waiting really means is engage the word. Just stay on the word. The thing about it is that that which has been given to you, it does not make, you don't understand it, that's why it came to you. If you understand it, it won't have come to you. What you need to do is stay in the place of understanding that thing. Is that they that wait upon the Lord? What, what do you say? He shall renew their strength. Right? They shall mount up with wings. So you can see the exploits that they would do. But they just need to first of all wait on the Lord. The blood of the weight of the Lord, you can see that in, you can see that similar position, similar um, similar posture in Noah. He said he found grace in the eyes. He was waiting for something. He was engaging the eyes to, to actually find something. Uh, so that's that the place of finding, the finding means that it's not something that you find immediately. So that's the place of waiting. Because if you say, if you, say, I, if you tell me that, okay, ah, Tolu, I found this water bottle over there. And that thing I was there, how long did it take you to find it? Right, if you are like, oh, maybe ah, Tolu, where is my phone? Where is my phone? We are looking for it all around, all around. And you say, ah, I found it. Ah, the next question logically be like, maybe oh, okay, where do you find it? And how long did it take you? That's like it does. It's not. It's not immediately. There is a place where you first of all exercise belief. You believe with those eyes. You see with those. You stay on those eyes until you find grace. Damn that. The initial labor is to first of all believe. 
You can understand? So even the place of believing alone is not something that comes easy. It's not an easy thing. Because this will actually want to take you away from that thing. But that's why you wait on it. That, is that, you know, one thing about a servant, going back to that Matthew, right? Ma- servants wait on their Lord. And what are they waiting? How are they waiting on their Lord? They are waiting based on what the Lord has, what their Lord has told them. That's waiting. You know, so when they say somebody is waiting, somebody is not waiting, just doing nothing. You are engaging that which has been given to you to receive a strength, because you you need to do, but doing does not come immediately. There is the beauty. There is actually something that you need to do, but you need to first of all wait. Wait with what has, because when they say wait, like I said, wait is not void of anything. There is something that has been delivered to you. What has been preached to you? Stay on those things. Amen. Amen. He says, yes, but they that wait on the Lord, right, shall renew their strength, and they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. All this, all this exploit is as a result of grace. It's as a result of grace. Thank you, Jesus. So when we, when, so when we are talking about the place of you know doing good works, doing anything. So far, it comes. To, so far, it has anything to do with doing something for God. First of all, we need to first of all use the highs which He has given to us. And what I mean by highs, those things that has come to us, this, those words, their highs embedded in them, because they are actually administered by the seven spirits. Because New, the New Testament is actually an operation of the seven spirits upon people. The spirit of the Lord and the spirit of the Lord of, of, the, of, of God, right? But all those things are right, actually administration. So when, when I'm talking about like the uh, we using eyes and all, right? As words are going, right? There are little things, there are little, little, little things that you are seeing. Right? No matter how little it is, right? Stay on it. Use that thing to see. Because the truth of the matter is that even if a standard is measured unto you in the spirit, right? And you don't use the eyes to see, it will be considered evil. You remember what the Lord Jesus Christ said? He said, If the eyes be single, thy body will be full of light. But if your eyes, if your eyes be not single, right? If, if your eyes be evil, your body will be full of darkness. And he said, If the light, okay, thank you. He said that if thy eye be evil, Thy whole body shall be full of. Da- Can you give me the first place? Let's talk about singleness. Okay, the light of the body is the high. So you can see that. Can see why faith is actually crucial in our journey. Because faith really is one way to see. Because the Bible says that. Uh, we don't judge by sight, but by faith. So now faith is a kind of sight. Right, that we don't judge by sight, right? But we judge by faith. And that it's not only that maybe you are blind, but there's actually and that side there is actually human sight. We don't judge by that, but we judge by another sight called faith. So when it says the light of the body is the high, now the first that you need to first of all have is the highs. And where where where, where are highs given? When words are being preached, 
when pastor is a boy, you know, as isotech as those things, the reason why they are isotech to you is because those eyes are new to you. You've never seen those eyes before. Those eyes, you've never seen them before. They are coming from heaven. Have you been to heaven before? No. Me, I've not been to heaven before. So, they have say. so if they are actually preaching those things and they seem, and we cannot relate with them, it's because they're actually eyes that we've not seen before. But the onus lies on us to actually receive them, not let them go. Take the posture of Jacob. I will not let you go until you bless me. This thing, I will take it. Though I don't understand it, I will take it. I will use it to reason. I will let it be my meditation. As you are doing all those things, right, it's actually shaping something in you. Your orientation is changing gradually. Such that you be, you begin to see grace in impossible places. Just like the, the uh, person using microscope. You know, you know on this thing, right? There are actually microorganisms on this thing. I'm not seeing it. But bring microscope and look at it. You'll be seeing many things. Such that when, when, when they say that when, when there is a casting down, you'll be saying there is a lifting up. Because first of all, you're actually seeing through a highs. And can see, you can see strength. You know, things that man will consider impossibility. How will your life be like this? How can something be like this, right? If you engage those eyes after a while, you will find possibility in living like that. Because people have done it. The first person to do it, the apostle of our profession, Jesus Christ. It was, it was so clear that Jesus Christ was living through under highs. It was so clear. He was seen through, so that, uh, you can see where he, Jesus Christ, where he was fetching his grace from, was from something else. He was actually, he actually had a high. Going back to what we're reading. Sorry, hope, hope, I'm, hope I'm being understood. It says, the light of the body is the high. If therefore thy eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. That singleness there, what I see that I've been faithful. You've been given something, you stay on it. You don't, you don't shift right, don't shift left, but you stay on it. That's singleness. Because they want to give us eyes. What they, what they want to actually make in us, they want to make a new man in our inward man. So in the inward man, the first thing that even in natural, as you look at your body, for you to be fully effective, like, or let me say, one of the things that will aid you to be fully effective is your eyes that you used to see. So in your in your in, in what right, there are eyes that are being given, given, given. But we need not to put those eyes away. Take it and use it to see. Stay on it. He says that if therefore thy eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. Twenty-three. If thy eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. Right. So you can see this now. So when you talk about body. Two, body is a work. Right? Because body is for doing. When you, say, when you say I have a body, you have a body to do something. Right? You, don't, you, you, just, you just don't say you have a body and you just sit on the couch for the rest of your life. You move. You cannot go to Walmart with your soul. Can you? Neither can you go to Walmart with your spirit. You need to stand up, walk. So that the body is actually meant, is trying to make us that body is actually meant for doing something, for carrying out an operation. But it's telling you that if your body, if the eyes that you are using to see be evil, your body will be carrying out darkness, works of darkness. 
no matter how zealous you might be, no matter how he might be doing you, pampering you, you know, this is an I'm pushing, you will actually end up in darkness. Because the Bible says there is a way that seems right unto man. That, the reason why the way is seems right is because of the eye. The way, there's a way that seems right unto man, but the end there of his destruction. This is why it will seem right to you is because of the eye. Something will never seem right to you if you don't have eyes. Right? The reason why somebody will say this thing seems right to me is because through judgment you've resolved that it is correct. But if they take away that eyes and you begin to see with another pair of eyes through the words, you begin to see something different. Your thought pattern will be different. How many of us have noticed that maybe if you are with, if you are maybe with some certain kind of people, the discussion that you, their thought pattern, you cannot resolve that thought pattern. The reason is because of the eyes that they used to see. And things that they might consider impossible might be possible to you because of the kind of way that you see things. So I'm just, what, I'm, what I'm trying to make us see this morning, I don't know if you are, if you, hope I'm not saying they're esoteric, but what, <laughs> what I'm just trying to make us see this morning is that, you know, there is work for us to be, for there is work ahead of us to be done. Quite all right, right? But we need to first of all address what eyes are we going to see. And it's not far-fetched. What comes to us week by week, God has been saying, you know, and those things are actually eyes, eyes stabs. In the book of Revelation, it, you know, the, Lord, the Lord told the Laodicean church, he said he would give them eye salve. Eye salve. So that, they, so that they, once the eye salve comes, right, they will begin to carry out the appropriate service for that level, for that realm. Amen. Let, 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 you know, they are the highs, actually. Let's look at that place. And they were carrying out something, actually. Revelation... Uh, He says, uh, and um, that's the Revelation, Revelation 3, 14. And unto the angel of the church, of, of, of the church of the Laodiceans, right? This thing said the amen, the faithful and the true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works, and thou art neither cold. Can you see works? He's actually works. He said, I know thy works. So that's so. Nobody can never tell you as a believer that there are no works to do. I don't know if you understand what we're saying here. Like, because he said that by grace are you saved through faith. Great grace there is actually to generate another kind of work. Because why did I say so? It's clear in, in Titus, says that the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared unto all men, teaching us that we may deny. When you are denying, is it not working? You are denying your worldliness. You are denying uh, worldly loss. Those are actually works that you are doing. Because it takes power to deny. You need power to deny something. So it is actually, so when you talk about grace, grace is actually for to carry out works pleasing unto the Lord. And what, what does the Lord want from us? He actually wants to raise a building in us. Building of the Lord and habitation of God, according to Ephesians 2, right? But uh, so he says, I know thy works, and thou art neither cold nor hot. I would, I would thou wet cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm, and neither cold nor hot, I will spill thee out of thy mouth. Because thou saith, I am rich, right? 
I am increased with goods and have need of nothing, and knoweth not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. I counsel thee to buy me gold tried in fire, right? That thou may be that thou mayest be rich, and white raiment that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thine eyes with eye salves that thou may see. Right? So one thing that is actually informing the works that were kind is the kind of eyes that they were using to see. And that they were using to, and in their eyes they thought they were doing something. They were, you know, that they were increasing goods, you know, that they were rich. It's even possible that this richness might even be rich in the spirit, honestly. Because we've learned that this Revelation church is right. There are people that was, they are, they are going into, they are almost reaching the end of the journey, right? So it's possible that they might think that they are even rich in the things of God. It might be possible. We might think that maybe it's just rich in the natural. They might not be rich in the natural. But, they might be, but, the, but the reason why they thought they were this because they, they had a kind of eyes. And just like I said, if your eyes be evil, right, their body will be full of darkness. Amen. Amen. So, <laughs> what am I saying this morning? I'm just saying that You know, the good works. Let's check that efficiency again. Says that, For by grace are you saved through faith that and that not of yourself. So you can start thinking again, saying that not of yourselves. He's not saying that there won't be work. He's saying that the work is not of yourself. But if you actually go through the eyes of faith, you actually find another strength that is not yours. You found it because you are in, the eyes you are in to see is not your eyes. They gave you the eyes to see. The reason why you have the strength, the reason why you, you have the strength that you have now is because of the eyes you are in to see, your eyes. It's your eyes that informed you of the strength that you have. But they will give you another highs. When you now begin to see through that highs, you begin to see another strength, another possibility. That's why Jesus Christ told them, he said, for the, when they asked him that, how then shall man be saved? That who then can be saved? He said, with man, these things are impossible. Man does not have the ability because of the sight that man has. The eyes man have will not make him see the possibility. But he said, with God, all things are possible. That with God means that when you begin to see through the eye lens of God, which is faith, you begin to see possibilities. Where people will say there is a casting down, you say there is a lifting up. People will say, ah, this, is this guy mad? Is this guy crazy? You know, how can somebody be like this? But it's because of the eyes. Amen. He says that uh, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, right? Which God had ordained that we should walk in them, right? So even that thing of walking in these things, right? If you don't have the kind that you cannot walk.
Amen. Amen. You cannot walk if you don't have the, the right kind of eyes, even for to see all these things. Let's, can you give me that Matthew again? That Matthew 25, that we're looking at the parable of the sower. Oh, sorry, the parable of uh, uh, talents. Thank you. He says that, and he said, um, go down, please. Um, next. 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 And we've read this. Sorry, 24. Is it? Okay, 23. Uh, okay, 23 says, And he said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful by a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of thy Lord. Right? So this was the second guy with his two talents. 24, he says, Then he which had received one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art an hard man. Reaping where thou art not sown, and gathering where thou art not strode. 25. And I was afraid, and went and eat thy talent in the head. Lo, there thou art that is thine. Amen. Yes. If you check, this is actually the conversion of our soul yes. when the word comes to us. I don't need to explain too much on this one. This is actually the conversion of our soul, right? That because naturally when those, like I said, those things are highs, talents, when they come to us, because we've not exercised ourselves in using them, we see the impossibility in it. We see that this thing is hard. Right? He said that at a hard man. So that means that, 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 that process of generating with what has been given, humanly speaking, is very hard. But some people decide to use that thing. Yeah. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. They decide to use that thing, even though it is hard. They decide to exercise themselves. Like, let us even try. Let's try. Yes. And they saw that they were able to bring forth. Because the word, the, the, the word itself is sure. It will actually happen. Yes. But at first sight, right, because of the understanding that you had before, you would think this thing is, yes. this is not man. Yeah. This is not meant for man. This thing is, you know what I'm saying? Many, many things is only for angels. It's only, you know, many, many things right, that this is not for the kind of, but what you just need there to do is to believe, like you were saying. Yeah. Believe those words. As those little droplets of understanding are coming to you, just believe them. Take them that, okay, as that understanding forms in you, that from now on, I would exercise myself and I will excite myself in such a way that I, I want to be seen through this thing. Yeah. I want to be judging life through this lens. And as you take that position, right, you begin to find, after a while, grace. Grace to resolve impossible issues. Grace to quiet down spirits that doesn't want you to um, um, be raised. And grace to actually find a way to build your house graciously. Because, like Uncle John said on Wednesday, right? Everything is finished in Christ. Everything's actually finished. But those that actually, they actually seem like, oh, this thing is this, this thing is this. You just need to just exercise yourself in believing, first of all. 
in the, in, where you stay on believing very, very well, after a while, you begin to see grace come out. Let's look at that book of John again. So we all understand that grace is actually meant for works. It's meant for works. But for us to get that grace, we need to, first of all, use the highs. Engage the highs. Be faithful with the highs. And when I mean highs, so it doesn't sound so many. <laughs> I've said highs so much. Is that what is being preached to us? Understanding. Because really, really, on what I is actually understanding. You can have somebody that is blind phys- physically, right? But he has many understanding and is living through it. That actually is eyes. But if you can shape that thing, you will begin to live in a certain way. Because what understanding does is that it, it makes you peep into a world and begin to observe. Remember what, just, what the Lord told Joshua? He said, observe to do. You can't just do like that. You need to first of all observe. Observe things. Pastor was telling us that day like that. A work, when you talk about workmanship, right? You need to, when you get to that realm of workmanship, you need to observe what they are doing. After, when you observe after a while, you can now do what they are doing. But for you to observe, you did eyes. Let's, let's look at that Joshua again, sorry. Joshua 1, right? Give me from, from chapter 1, please. Let's see. Uh, now, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, right? Servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord came unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' Moses's minister, saying, to Moses, my servant is dead. Now arise, go over this Jordan, right? And all these people unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. So that there is actually a walk ahead of them. Right? So I go over this Jordan, right? And all the people unto the land. Right? So that there is actually a journey ahead of them. There is a walk for them to do. And he's telling that you should arise. Don't just stay here. It's time to walk. But there's a way. Um, three. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread, that I shall give you, as I said unto Moses. Four. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, and the river Ephrates, and all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea towards the the going down of the sun shall be your coast. Five, please. Then shall, there shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. And I, I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. See, you, so he was telling him that, that you should not, don't be afraid. So what, don't, don't be afraid, just launch out. I will be with you. And how the Lord, how we know the Lord is actually with us, is actually through the words that He speaks to us. If you check the children of Israel, right after the book of Malachi, there was absence of the word for a while. The Lord was not with them for a long time. That's when Pharisees crept, crept in. You can see that place of another kind of eyes coming because the eyes of the Lord was no more in operation. Pharisees, Sadducees, 
what you never find in what the Lord actually said, they came up with a kind of eyes because the Lord was absent. So I'm just remembering that why, what guarantees that the Lord is always with us is the word that he speaks to us. And so far he's with us, there is a highs that is, he, he, he comes with every time to give us. Every time he comes to us, he's trying to see through this thing. See through this thing. Uh, six. Be strong and of a good courage. For unto these people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto thy fathers to give, thee, to give them. Um, seven. Only be thou strong and courageous. So you can say that of strong and courageous because remember the parable of the talent. The guy said you are a hard man. Right? That thou are a hard man. You reap where you've not sown. Those are actually in a way, in, in a way, they, they might be facts. They might actually be realities. But it's saying that be strong and be courageous. What the other two did was that they were strong and courageous. What they, how were they strong and courageous? They decided to use it. Let's engage with it. Though this thing is actually hard to do, but we'll do it. We'll be strong and courageous. He said that, that thou mayest observe, so I see what he says, that thou mayest observe to do all, to do according to all the law, which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Can you see? Turn not from it to the, sorry. Sorry. Okay, okay. Thank you. It says, turn not from it to the right hand or <laughs> no problem, Joshua. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> okay, thank you. It says, turn not from me to the right or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. So you can see. Okay, give me seven. Okay, thank you. This book of the Lord shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate there in day and night, according that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and thou shalt have good success. Amen. Amen. Because for you to get, for you to have success, you need to work. Right, so that is actually true. This success is actually because you've done a work well. Yeah. But it's saying that for you to do this thing, first of all, you need to do something, but observe to do. That thou mayest observe to do. That place of observing to do, you need to first of all observe is through eyes. And that's why you're saying that you should, not, you should meditate on it day and night. Like, let it be your meditation. That's why you would see somebody like David was exceptional in his days. He says that thy laws are my meditation day and night. That, you see that David was a guy that has a different kind of eyes. He was living differently. He was the one living differently. You know, it was through the kind of eyes that he had that he challenged Goliath. Because he was living with a particular kind of eye that we are the uh, armies of the living God. You know? And he got to the battlefield because his, uh, his uh, father right, sent him to give to bring um, some provisions to his um, brothers, right? And when he got there, he saw all of them were feeling jittery, and I was like, what happened? And he just made an innocent statement that any lad can make using a kind of high. He said, 
Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that challenges the army of the living God? Where did that get? Where did they get that thing from? It was because he was seen truth. He was seen in a certain way. He didn't. It was like you could see that maybe it was like the rest of the Israelites they neglected the law. They decided not to use the eyes of the law. They were using something else to judge. But he, he was using something else to judge. That how shall you challenge the armies of the living God? And that was actually what he stood on to go and fight that guy. And if you consider he actually found the grace to defeat him. He said, Who had that old great mountain? There was a mountain before him. But because of the eyes that he was holding, he was seeing with right, it was broad plain. He cut off his head. Though challenging Goliath was a hard thing, like the um, parable of the talent, right? It was a hard thing. Like imagine the imagine them telling you that you need to fight Goliath. You'd be like, Ah, are you not wicked? Why let them to fight this guy that has never been defeated? Even look at the stature. Is that same conversation? I don't know if you are seeing. Is that same conversation that is playing on there? But he just said something that you know he will use a he use a particular eyes. That God has, God has actually placed them above every other nation, and he he actually went from that strength. So this place, when he was saying that you know, you should observe to do. The place of observing, I'm just trying to make us that the place of observing, first of all, stems from the place of you having eyes. Because when you are in a lab, too, right, you observe before you begin to carry out experiment. You can't just go to a lab and just pick up pipettes and bullets and be pouring. You, you, before you know it, the place will be will blown up, right? But you know what? You need to first of all observe. Okay, this is what they do. They first of all wash their hands. They wear gloves. They, you know, they can't touch anything without putting on the glove. You know, there are many, many things that you observe. After observing, right, you have a kind of eyes. So that when you now come outside and you tell your fellow mate that, oh, today we just even put together an, an atomic bomb. To that your mate, you feel like, hey, hey whoa, how, can you put a, how can you put together an atomic bomb? Because it's not seen with that eyes. But you are like, it's, it's simple now. Once you just do this, you see this. The reason why you can come to that conclusion is because you've observed to do. And a particular grace has actually, you found a, you found a certain grace through observing to do. That has rested on you that you cannot you cannot carry out that thing graciously. Amen. Amen. So um that seven go back to seven also. I want to bring out something from there too. You know, when he was saying in the latter part, he said, turn not from me to the right or to the left. You like that of faithfulness. You don't use don't, 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 you, you, singleness, thank you, that's the word. If your eyes be single, your body will be full of light. Just be single with this thing, and definitely you will actually have, you will prosper in whatsoever you do. Amen. Amen. So we can see this thing that when it comes to we doing the works that God has said before us, right? We cannot boycott them. We cannot boycott using the eyes if we actually want to do well in them. All things that have been declared, right? They are trying to make us come to a certain level, a kind of understanding. See, begin to see through a particular kind of eyes. And as you begin to observe through those eyes, you begin to find grace. Because grace is something that you find. You find grace. Grace doesn't just. Phew, it's not impactation. 
Although would have loved it to, to be it, me, me, I would love grace to be in position of the spirit. If it's, I'll, I'll be going for him just with me chopping grace to the coming. But it's first of all, what they can give you when they are being remember what Apostle Paul said. He said he had been made a minister, right? To make men see. What he could do is just to make men see, but it's left for the people to actually use what he's giving them to see. It says to make men see what is the fellowship of this mystery, Ephesians 3, right? That's the best that he can do. But it's like when you actually see these things, use it. Believe these sights. Believe these eyes, and you'll find good uh, success in all that you do. Amen. Uh, in, in, rounding, uh, in rounding up, that book of John that I was saying that we should look at, I don't know if we've been blessed this. I don't, I don't, honestly, I feel like I've just, I don't know. John, John 1, John 1, John 1, we'll round up from there. You know, it says that as many as has received him, thank you, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, right? Um, 13, please. But which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Um, 14. And the word was made, was made flesh, and we dwelt, and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So when the Bible says it is uh, God who worketh in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. That means that the strength to do is in him. The thing that he's supposed to conform to is actually in him. He's, he's full of grace and truth. Because the, the ultimate thing is that truth should be in your inward man. He says that there is truth in the inward man. But how can truth be laid into the inward man? It's true grace. Because, great, because that, that building that we're talking about, the building of the Lord, is actually an edifice of truth. But you cannot build that thing without grace. But there is something that, so far you build somebody, Jesus, like you were saying, man. So far you constantly build Jesus. And the way you build Jesus is actually through his words. All those that they are talking about, they are actually things in Jesus. That they are saying, one pastor will come here and sit down to preach to us every time, right? They are actually components in Jesus. And as you see those components, you begin to see the grace to form that component in you. You begin to see it. Just believe. That's why I said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. There's a place of believing in him. It's those people that would actually have everlasting life. It's that they will actually have it. Because once you can launch into that place of belief, the thing that you need to do is there. The grace and the truth itself is there. The truth itself is the stature that you need to come into. Because Jesus Christ is actually a person that embodied truth from top to bottom. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. It's actually an embodiment of truth. But for you to actually measure up or come to those layers of his truth, of his truth frame, you need graces. You need to labor. Grace is for laboring. 
So when is that labor not for the meat that endured, but for the meat that endured unto everlasting life, right? That, that labor would end up you acquire, having something. Can you say that, is that for God so loved the world that whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life? So that's that why do you settle down in that place of believing? You can easily begin to find the grace for to labor. Labor rightly. Amen. Amen. Um, I think um, we, um, I don't know if we've gotten something, but that's, um, that's, um, that's uh, it. And we should know that this is actually the reason why we're actually born again. Because it's that same John 3, really, that was saying it. it says, let's, when, when Nicodemus was asking him, it was John 3, right? He said that, Jesus uh, was telling him that, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see. So you can see that the reason why you, were born, you, you actually have to be born again is for you to see. That's the first thing. Sight is very crucial. Without sight, you go nowhere. Even though they measure the standards to you, they tell you that this is what you need to do you will do it blindly and it will result in dark, dark um, in uh, darkness. He says, Verily I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Right? And later in 5, was talking about the, that there's also the place of, you know, Verily, verily I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit. Can you see? He cannot enter the kingdom of God. That, this allocation of water that we've learned right, is actually a form of grace too, that needs to come to you. Because it's actually something that will actually make you enter. But what I'm just trying to make us see today is like, let us, let us stay on that place of sin. Wanting to use, why am I saying, let us use the, you know, the things that have been given to us, the lenses, those things, don't let us drop them away. As we find understanding, Fine, it's possible that it's not everything that they, they speak over us that we understand. But those ones that we understand, let us stay on it. Because as we, are, as we stay on, on those ones, those other ones that we don't understand will open up later. How many of us here, like, maybe pastor preached something, like, years ago? Maybe it was last week that just done, done. You're like, oh! So you can see that those things are actually true. They are not finally devised fables. But as you stay on those things, as you join in with those things, right, you will be able to, first of all, engage the grace to begin to do the works and also for more eyes to be given to you. Because like that Bible of the talent, right, there are different measures according to what everybody can bear. So know that God wants to bless us with eyes, wants to give us eyes, and as he has released you know, some eyes even to us, and we need to use it to actually trade. We need to use them to, you know, gain life. Amen. Amen. I don't know if we've been blessed. Let's just um, respond to God this morning. Sorry, this afternoon. Oh, Chamanesia. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, you know, Ephesians 1, 17 says that, you know, that the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, right? And now says that the highs of your understanding being enlightened, 
the reason why the eyes of my understanding needs to be enlightened. And he says it further, right? That, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us what we believe. Can you see? According to the working of his mighty power. So you can see this thing here that for you to be able to, you know, join in and begin to, for these things are actually realities that needs to be done on his soul. But if a high, if a soul does not use the right eyes to see, there's no way you can see these things. Desire, your eyes of understanding needs to be enlightened. It needs to be, you know, enlightened. It needs to be single. So I just want to, I don't want us to pray. Like it's a twofold prayer that, you know, that Lord Jesus, you know, help me. Help me to, you know, uh, help my eyes of understanding to be enlightened to see. And there are some of us, right, that Lord Jesus Christ has enlightened the eyes of our understanding, right? But we are not using it. That can you pray that Lord Jesus Christ, help me. Help me. Can you call to my remembrance? Even those things that I need to begin to see with at this time, can you bring them back even into my remembrance? That I want to see, I want to be able to know the hope of your calling. I want to be able to know the riches of the glory of the inheritance. I want to begin to see deep. I want to be immersed even into your world. Even to be able to do the works that you said before me. Thank you. Thank you. For in Jesus' name we've prayed. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning, stroke afternoon. Thank you for how you've helped us. Thank you for even how you've helped us, even from the beginning of this meeting, from the prayers to the worship to the charge to the word, everything. Thank you for how you've orchestrated everything. Thank you for your leading. Thank you for blessing which you rain down on us this morning. Father Lord, we just pray like, you know, um, this word has, has actually come to us uh, as actually eat our heart differently, Lord, Lord. But Father Lord, that which you actually want to do through these words, Lord, we are just asking for for there to be help to, for this thing to be done in us in Jesus' name. Father Lord, we just ask for help, Lord Jesus. We ask for help, Lord Jesus. We are, you know, we, we, we know we need help at this time and we've read, we've raised even quests in prayer this morning or this afternoon. So we are asking that even that which you've asked, oh Lord, that you show, that you will help us, oh Lord, even to come into these things, oh Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We give you praise. We give you all the glory. We thank you for even the safe, uh, safe trip of our pastor that you brought back to us in uh, good health. Father Lord, uh, we, we, we are grateful we just thank you even on his behalf of on behalf of him, of him and his wife. We give you all the praise, we give you all the glory. For in Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. 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 You dwells between the cherubim shine for. You dwells between the cherubim shine for.